0: He's too cocky He's got too much confidence He's too convicted He's the number one high school football podcaster in America He's the number one scout in the country Coast to coast Gold state to the sunshine state Giving it to you raw and uncut Like the meat at the liquor store on the corner KM the GM Nobody does it better Buckle up folks, it's time for the truth, let's fucking go. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, you're now listening to Transparent Truth, it's your boy Coach Keith, five star Friday, excited, very excited about today's guest, big time player out of the 2021 class, but before we get to that, we have to remind you about our sleeper of the week. It's time for our Sit and Sleep Sleeper of the Week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow. Within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, now I'd like to bring in my very special guest today, Five Star Friday. I know you guys will be hearing this on Friday on the podcast. We're going live now on Twitter Periscope. I want to bring in 2021 wide receiver, modern day high school, one of the country's best wide outs, four star recruitment. A lot of people's eyes pushing five star in my eyes. I want to bring in Mr. Chiron Ware Hudson. K-HUD, what's good? Not much.
1: Appreciate it for having you.
0: No doubt, man. I'm, I'm so glad, first of all, for you being on the Transparent True Five Star Friday. This is always a special show uh, reserved for those special players and coaches who are making a difference, not only um, on the football field, but off the football field. And we'll talk a little bit about that. I you know we got a lot of Oregon Duck fans who listen into to the show. I know they're going to be excited to hear from you, excited to hear why you chose Oregon, what the energy is like in that building once you visit it, what it's like when you're out in Cali and we'll get into all that, but let's go back to the beginning, Chiron. Now you're a four-star receiver. Was it always that way? Talk to me and walk me through what it was like when you first started playing ball and what inspired you to get on the field.
1: So um, I was, I wasn't a big football player. You know, I grew up playing basketball and basketball was my sport. I loved it. And I always was like, Oh, I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make the NBA. So I always took my head with basketball and played, and then it, it's not up until uh, my freshman year in high school where I got my first offer to Oregon, and I was like, dang, I can do something with football. So then that's then my mind just changed, and I focus on football, and I just each day I just try to get better and strive to be best. So that's what happened.
0: No doubt about it. So let's go back to the beginning. When did you first start playing the game? And when did you fall in love with the game?
1: So I started playing when I was five years old. So I started playing flag. I played flag for three years. And then I stopped. And then my first year of tackle football was, I'll say I was was eight. So my first year playing tackle football, that was in Marietta, Marietta Rams. And I was a receiver at the time. So I played receiver two years, and then that's when I stopped, and then I played basketball. So I, my mindset went to basketball, and so I started playing basketball. And then my dad told me, let's try football again. So we went back to football, played that one year, and then said, oh, let's go back to basketball. So we played basketball, and then my second year I got held back, I was going to play with the Rams. I going to know, not the Rams, uh, the Rancho Panthers. And then um, something got – Something happened, and then um, we just ended up not playing. So that was my second year of eighth grade. So we didn't play. So we just trained, 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 and then got ready for um, high school. So, yeah, that's what happened.
0: No, it, it's, a, it's funny how things shake out in the end. You're kind of a multi-sport guy, right, playing a little basketball. What position did you play in basketball? You look like a, you look like a, a three, right? You look like you're going to play a little small four. You're going to run the wing, finish at the rim. Talk to me about your basketball prowess
1: basketball I used to play port guard it's, oh, it's wow. I didn't even think that but I was a um I wasn't that tall I wasn't the biggest player but actually my freshman year that's when they changed my position I played I played uh, the four Okay. so I was bigger than everyone and and I just I had that speed that speed in basketball because speed in basketball is different so and then I had the handles to, to change it so
0: okay know, in your time playing basketball and there's a lot of opinions about multi-sport athletes at the next level, right? Your time playing basketball, how do you think it helped you on the football? How do you think it helps you on the football field?
1: Oh, uh, it helped me. It helped me. Um, it helped me a lot, you know, um, conditioning wise, you know, basketball, they don't, they run a whole lot. So even doing that and then getting onto the football field and be like, dang, man, I'm ready, I'm ready, while other people are just sitting down and just relaxing during the off-season, I have something to go to and and work on my you know, conditioning. So that, that helped a lot.
0: No question. Now, you're a pretty well-put-together young man. When did you begin in the weight room? Because there's a lot of different ideas of when, you know, athletes, young athletes should start in a weight room. When did you begin getting under a weight bench or a barbell uh, in the weight room?
1: So that really started – I'll say my second year of eighth grade, where I really like we really was like okay we're gonna we're gonna play this, this sport we're gonna play football so we got to put a little weight on so I was I was a little scrawny kid back in the day and I didn't have no muscles so we just I worked out with my brother a lot so we just did bench you know it wasn't that much weight but we did bench and then um, actually when I got my freshman year in high school that's when we really started hitting things.
0: You mentioned your brother and I wanted to go there before we moved into high school. Talk to me about the the impact that your brother and also your dad, who was also heavily involved in your life and involved in football. Tell me the impact that they've had on you playing the game.
1: Yeah, uh, my, my brother. You know, me and him are really close. Um, that also helped me with my decision to go into Oregon. Um, but we're really close, and we we push each other to be the best. You know, that's that's what you want in a brother, and that's what he gives me every single day, and I give him every single day. So. Those those things that help me be the best person I am it, it helps a lot. Especially my dad, you know, seeing him on Twitter and him helping us to get where we are now
0: is just it's tremendous, and we
1: can't thank him enough.
0: No question about it. So right now you're moving into your senior year at Modern Day. Modern Day is a historical high school across the country. People in every state in America know about Modern Day. Why Modern Day for you? And what has the experience been like so far?
1: Oh shoot, Modern Day. You know, everyone knows Modern Day and it's a it's a great school, not just only in sports, but education. Um, but it the coaches there are just so they tell you when you're wrong. And that's that's what I want in a coach and to teach me to get me ready for the next level. And that's what I really looked at and also education, you know, you gotta have that education in order to, to, to be the person you want. So uh, that helped a lot, and just, just striving to be the best. And I I thought uh, they gave me the best opportunity, so I took it.
0: Now I remember you coming out of eighth grade. I had projections of you being a big time player. I saw your eighth grade highlight tape. Yes, I've been scouting you for that long, and you just finished up your your junior year not too long ago, and it was a pretty phenomenal year, not just for yourself, but as at modern day football, just in general, it was something like we had never seen before. Uh, playing the elite schedule and really dominating from, you know, zero to a hundred, but it didn't end the way you guys wanted. You guys took an L in the CIF championship game against St. John Bosco. Tell me about that game and tell me about uh, what your, your motivation is or, or or how you feel facing them coming up this upcoming season. Is there a little extra motivation?
1: Yeah, of course, especially ending the way we did. And with the seniors, this this team that we had this past year was so close, and the way we ended wasn't the way we wanted to, and so that always was be in the back of our minds and just push us every single day to get better and to always have it in the back of my mind like, oh, this is Bosco. like we we gotta we gotta win. Remember what happened last year. So, yeah, we that always gonna be in the back of my mind. But yeah, that game that game didn't go as planned, and you know things happen for a reason, but it's just we gotta. We got to come back.
0: Now you had a phenomenal junior year and you made some plays on national TV. that people are still talking about what do you, what's the high point for you of your junior season? What was the high moment for you where you said, you know what? I'm that dude.
1: It was just confidence. Um, my sophomore year, it was my first year playing receiver and I didn't get the time that I wanted to get on the field. And so during that off-season, I worked so hard, and, like, the work that I put in and then seeing it be put onto the field my junior year, it just really showed me, like, hard work pays off. So I just had that mindset of, oh, dang, last year wasn't fun at all, sitting sitting on the sidelines, so let's strive to be great, and then
0: just went from there. There's no question about it. You lit it up, but you had the fortune – of playing with some really great teammates and everybody doesn't have that type of good fortune, right? Let's just be honest. Modern day is a loaded school. You guys got athletes up the yin, yang, but you had to play. You had got a chance to play with maybe the best high school player I've ever seen in Bryce Young. What was that experience like for you as a receiver playing with a quarterback of, of such magnitude?
1: Yeah, he made, he, he made the game so easy. It was like, he put the ball where you wanted it to be and he, he actually, it was just crazy, you know, him running downfield and me blocking for him, giving him a hole. It's just, it's just chemistry like that that a lot of a lot of teams don't have, and it's just a player like him, just one of a kind. So I was really blessed to have a quarterback like that, and just really blessed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's gonna happen uh, anytime soon, or maybe for the rest of your career. Hopefully, it does. And we all know Bryce is a special player. But let's get back to you. I- We're talking, you know, Top 100 Showcase this past weekend. Got a chance to watch you up close in person. Did an evaluation on you this offseason. Talked about improving a step of speed. Mm -hmm. And I saw improvement this past Saturday at the showcase. Tell me what you've been doing in the offseason to gain that step of speed, to create that separation that you're looking for.
1: So I just – I I have a new speed coach named Josh. Coach Josh. And we work really hard on explosion and and change of speed. So – he helped me a lot, and as you can tell, this past Saturday, it helped a lot, and I feel a lot of smoother, smoother. So, so yeah, he, he's a great coach, and I can't wait to, to train with him later on in life. And just can't wait, yeah.
0: Yeah, no question. Uh, big difference, um, evident in, in, in your movement ability and in your explosiveness. I think in your straight line and in your short area quickness, I definitely see improvement. But I know what stands out the most for me are your ball skills, right? You, you, you've improved the speed. I love your physicality after the catch and as a perimeter blocker, but your ball skills stand out. Reminds me of a, of a former Florida state Seminole and a former Arizona Carter and Baltimore Raven, Mr. Anquan Bolden. what do you think about that comparison?
1: Yeah, I hear that a lot. Even uh, Deion Sanders gave me that. And from him, Deion Sanders. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. And, um, you know, I hear it a lot about and we have the same amount of speed. So, A player like him, shoot, that's a blessing to hear from
0: Yeah, no question about it. Let's move along. We're talking your senior year. Tell me about your individual goals. Tell me about your team goals. Tell me, in in the perfect world, what does this senior year look like for Kyron?
1: Uh, I'm just trying to be the best player I am. You know, help my team end up with the goal that we wanted last year. And just to to push harder and, and get to the end goal.
0: So, no, sounds good. Now, you had your first offer from Oregon back in the ninth grade. What did that feel like? And now what did it feel like when you committed as a 2021 recruit? Uh,
1: Getting my first offer gave me so so much relief because knowing that my parents don't have to pay for college is truly a blessing. And realizing that, just like I said earlier, hard work pays off. And so just having that mindset of, dang, this is what it takes to be great. And so I just keep on doing that. And then also more came after that. And then just after uh, committing, you know, the fans over there are tremendous and, and they show so much love. And that's that's what I wanted, and especially as football players, you, you want that. And so uh, Oregon's just different. So I'm I'm excited to be about it. Excited. Um,
0: of course, you have your older brother who's already on the team. You're a commit. What does Keon tell you? about being an Oregon Duck. What are some of the private conversations that you guys have had just in terms of being an Oregon Duck and what that means um, as, a, as a football player?
1: Uh, he said this, it's like family over there. You know, the coaches show you so much love and even though you're away from your family, it's like they're your uncles. And so, so they show so much love and that's just something I want to be a part of. And my parents being comfortable with him being there
0: also going to be comfortable with me. So I just can't wait for that to happen. In terms of recruiting, um, what other schools did you consider, if you did consider any? And are there any other schools that are still recruiting you?
1: Uh, yeah, so um, actually Arizona State was my other one that it was out of them too. But um, yeah, I still have Arizona State recruiting me. Penn State just recently offered me. And then uh, some other schools
0: talking to me still. Okay. Do you plan to take trips your senior year? If so, where to um, who have you talked to about that? Um, just
1: Oregon. Oregon's the only school that I've talked to about officials. And um, yeah, just for right now,
0: yes. Yes, sir, Oregon. Okay, sound good. Now, the 2019 class at Oregon, which featured the country's number one recruit, Kayvon Thibodeau. We featured a top three cornerback in the country for me, which Mike Hale Wright. It was a loaded group. And then 2020 came. And they sign guys like Justin Flo. They sign guys like uh, Big Sewell. Mm -hmm. Um, What is going on in Eugene that elite recruiting has not only jumped off, but it's popped off, and it doesn't seem like it's going to slow down?
1: Uh, They just know how to recruit, and they show you what you want. And that's what a lot of recruits want, and it's like a family. They come together, and they just show you – what your future is going to be like. And that's what, as recruits, you want. And so they're just giving us something we want, and we're taking it.
0: Now, this 2021 class is starting to get a little wild, right? Starting to get a little crazy. I know you guys got the quarterback already in the fold. Thompson out of Arizona, he's a big-time player, okay? Uh, Yourself, you're already getting in. You you have guys like Seven McGee, who's also another explosive athlete. Bram Walden. I mean, you guys got some big-time players. But a little birdie told me that you guys are about to add another big-time player as recently as tomorrow. What what can you tell us or what can you not tell us about who you guys are or aren't adding tomorrow or maybe not tomorrow?
1: Uh, Just stay tuned. Stay tuned to that.
0: (laughs) Okay. We'll we'll stay tuned to that. Um, I know the Oregon fans, uh, they're excited. Um, I'm excited for the Ducks. And it sounds like uh, some huge recruiting mo- momentum and movement coming up real soon here shortly. And that sounds great. Let's talk a little bit about uh, where you see yourself on campus and in that offense at Oregon with coach Moorhead, who's a fantastic officer coordinator and the plethora of quarterback they have. What do you see yourself at Oregon and how are you going to fit into that offense?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm just ready to go in and be the best player I am and, to help the offense out, and you know, to get to my end goals, which is the NFL. So, uh, just try to be the best and be the best player I can. So, that's what I can't wait to do. So you talked I'm waiting for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You talked about your end goal in five years. Where do you see yourself? Because at that point in time, you played your senior year. You spent two, You spent three, four years in college. What do you see yourself in five years realistically?
1: Uh, Lord willing, uh, get to the NFL. You know, that's always been my mind always been on my mind since I was a young kid and getting to NFL. So I'm just going to take it step by step day by day and just try to be the best.
0: There's no question about it. If you had a chance to do it all over again, number one, do you choose modern day to go to high school? Okay. And number two, do you, do you commit to Oregon so early in the process instead of kind of letting things play out?
1: Um, I wouldn't change a bit. You know, modern day was the best choice for me. And now I realize that I really made the good choice, the best choice. And with Oregon, that, that was just great timing for me. And uh, just to build that camaraderie with the coaches and with my teammates, it's just something I thought was a great time. And, and
0: now it looks like it. It seems like Oregon is on the cusp of something extremely special. If I had to put a number on it, I would say, they're a top 10 program nationally, but I know Coach Ball has visions of not just being a top 10 program. He has visions of being the elite program outlet and a top three program nationally. What are your thoughts about that?
1: Uh, Man, we're, we're going to get there for sure. And I just can't wait to be a part of it and to be a part of his coach, I mean, a part of his program, that's just something I can't wait to be a part of. So,
0: Obviously what it takes to get there is big-time recruiting. Just today, three Oregon Ducks were named preseason first-team All-American. Javon Holland, free safety, uh, Pene Sewell, left tackle, and then Kayvon Thibodeau, the true sophomore defensive end. If you had a chance to take one guy from this Oregon team, and duplicate him, duplicate him, right, make a clone of him to add to the, the, the fervor, to add to the dominance that Oregon has shown over the last year and a half, two years, who would that person be and why?
1: Uh Panaso, I heard a lot about him. He's, he's unstoppable. And I just – I hear that he's, he's a player that is just going to be dominant and dominant in the league. So that's something that you always want out of a player. So that's who I choose.
0: What does a guy like Panay at left tackle do for a guy like Kyron ware in at receiver?
1: And them screen passes. As you can tell, his, his uh, film on there is just the way he blocks and the way he just destroys people is something that I can't wait.
0: There's no question about it. We got a lot of Ducks fans watching this. Um, I want to wrap this up because I don't want to take up all of your time. But if you had one thing to say to the Oregon Ducks fans about Kyron, what would you like to say to them?
1: Um, I can't wait to get up there, and I can't wait to be the best player I am and give you guys a show.
0: No question about it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Kyron Ware-Hudson, a four-star wide receiver, modern-day high school, 2021 Oregon commit. He had a big-time junior year, looking for more this upcoming season. And I tell you what, he may be undervalued nationally by the experts. But I can tell you this, Coach Keefe is a believer. I've been a believer since eighth grade, and I'm telling you he's going to be a big-time player in Eugene, and I know the Ducks need that perimeter playmaking, as it's been lacking a little bit over the last couple of years. Kyron Warehussen, he's in tow, and he's getting ready to go to Eugene after the season. Thanks for coming on the show, Big Dog. Yeah, appreciate it, Coach. All righty. Thank you. I appreciate Kyron Ware Hudson, one of nation's best, for jumping on five-star Friday with me. Please check back next week as we have Instant Impact, the national recruiting show with myself and B.A. Brooks Austin out in Georgia, the Transparent Truth Master Show, where I'm going to be tapping in with all my hot takes and recruiting news, and then five-star Friday we'll have another special guest. Again, I appreciate everybody for tuning in, locking and loading with Coach Keith. Until next time, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Reggie Hammond. Yabi be cool.